A lot of people are really concerned about affordable housing, and I get it. Look, rents are super high in the city of Toronto. It's hard to even, you know, be able to afford a down payment on a house now. And that's why grown-up dorm living may be coming a fix when it comes to affordable housing. The star uh, recently profiled a 35-year-old man. For two years, he has been renting a bedroom in a fully furnished, shared four-story townhouse in Toronto's Junction neighborhood. And uh, he he moved home briefly during the pandemic to Paris, and then he came back, and now he's renting a second bedroom. Uh, and he's working out of it. And he scoffs at the idea of renting his own apartment. Why? Because the perks are pretty good. Roman Bodnerchuk is uh, with uh, the Sociable Living. He's the founder of Sociable Living, who are one of these companies that set up the uh, co-op living for adults in the city of Toronto. This has been happening for a while, Roman, in expensive cities like San Francisco and New York. So I'm guessing you saw the opportunity here in Toronto to set up shop. Uh, we did. Thank you uh, for, for the time today. Um, we do this uh, in the U.S. and Costa Rica as well. And what we're seeing is a once-in-a-generation shift in the way that people are living and working. And uh, most of us have a hybrid schedule. So most of us have to live and work uh, you know, in the same place. So you know, where you used to live, is it, your, your needs are very different. Um, so I equate the old uh, way of the landlord and tenant relationship, like the taxi cab uh, business, where you know, nobody wants to go in a taxi anymore. I mean, it's, it's a new world. Nobody wants to sign leases anymore. It's a very different world. So we, we predicted this about three years ago. And we were the first in the country to set co-living in Toronto, and we've expanded to a few countries as well. Before we get into explaining how co-living spaces work, because I'm interested in you painting a picture for us, I think a lot of people hear co-living and they think, oh, yeah, I did that. It's called a university dorm, or it's, it's called a rooming house. Is this an elevated version of that concept? Yeah, listen, you know, we've all watched um, our favorite TV show, uh, Friends. Uh, I mean, living at Sociable Living uh, is like living in an episode of Friends. It's, it's, it's like living where everybody with, has with, great haircuts and they want to sleep with each other. Uh, that happens sometimes, uh, you know, or an episode of Three's Company or, you know, you know, these the, the biggest shows of all time are usually about roommates living together. We've all had roommates. Uh, the challenge is with roommates, you have issues like, well, who, you know, who's going to pay the cable bill or the Netflix bill or, oh, no, I thought it was my turn or your turn to get, you know, the, the dishwashing detergent or why are we out of laundry detergent, whatever it is. So we took we studied all the problems that roommates have. And we took them away. So how we do that is every week, um, our housekeeping team not only cleans the property, but replaces everything that runs out. So everything except for food is replaced. So all the things that people worry about with having roommates, those issues go away. And then next, all those little bills you have to deal with, whether it's the Spotify account or the Netflix bills, all these little, these little bills, all that's paid for. So you get one bill on a credit card and, and it's, it's amazing. It's like living in a hotel with your friends. Um, but our places are huge, you know, four floors, 1,700 square feet, rooftop decks, and there's a social life that, that's instantly included. Okay, so at social life is instantly included, you know, where I lived in a dorm situation when I was in university. It wasn't the same. We had to do our own cleaning and toilet paper and buy those incidentals. Uh, but we didn't get matched with anybody. You're, you're saying you're with friends. Do you have to find the friends to live with you or is sociable living doing the matchmaking as well? And how does that work? 
Yeah, so two options. Some people have a friend they want to move into, but a lot of times it's maybe one friend, but they're going to be moving into a three or four bedroom place because it's more affordable uh, and they might not have the extra, you know, third or fourth person. So we can match that. Um, more, more often, we have to match all the people. So there's a tremendous influx of people that want to live in Toronto. People are coming from all over uh, the world. You know, this is the fastest growing city right now in North America. So we use some great um, technology uh, without sounding scary. We are using AI. And what AI does, it reads every social media post you've ever done on every platform. And based on the words that you use and the frequency uh, that you use, we're able to generate an incredibly accurate view of your personality. We overlay that with some potential roommates. And it's been incredible. You know, we've done this hundreds of times. Um, and it's been amazing how we can get the right personalities living together. So it's been, it's been fantastic. Okay. What if somebody doesn't have a social media profile? Or are those the people that just wouldn't be the target for co-living? Yeah, we've yet we've yet to find anyone that doesn't have a social media profile on on one of the platforms. So you're right. If if they've never been on social media, you're right. Um, you know, our target audience is 25 to 35. They're single, and trust me, they're on social media. Um, so we listen. We do all the traditional things that landlords would do. You know, credit checks. We go a little step further. We do uh, criminal checks. You know, these are people living together that don't know each other. Uh, so we do, you know, probably a lot more extensive uh, testing than other people do. But the final test and the most important is, do the roommates like each other? So not only are we using AI and criminal checks and background checks um, and credit checks, but they've got to meet each other. And if one um, of the roommates says, hey, I don't like that person, they're out. So again, there's a lot of safeguards to make sure we get the right people. But, but when they live together, it's extraordinary. Literally, it's like creating modern families. It's really, really amazing. That's interesting. So what if they're given the boot? Like what if you, uh, let's just throw me in the mix because I'm not going to be offended by this, but you know, there's, there's two other people and they're like, we don't like her. She's out. Am I, do I go into the mix again to get uh, put together with maybe a different group? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the good thing about having, uh, you know, many properties in different parts of the city. So absolutely. Um, but, to, you know, that really hasn't happened to us yet. Uh, typically, we would screen people much earlier in the stage. So by the time we're introducing you to a potential roommate or roommate to a potential person, um, you know, we've done a lot of that background work. So luckily, it hasn't happened yet, but it could. Um, and then, for example, even if there was a disagreement within roommates, we always keep one room available in one of our of our properties, just in case somebody has a disagreement, we need to move them out. So, um, you know, really, and do they get yeah. stuck with like with the one free flowing room? I'm I, like, I always look for stories like this because I think they're interesting. That free flowing room is it in an independent space, or do you get like thrown in with the? You know, you guys, unfortunately, are the ones that are getting the duds for till we can move them to somewhere else. No, there's always we always um, do our best to keep uh, and, and hotels do the same thing. You, you know, typically, yeah. if you go to a hotel, they say you're sold out. Usually it's the handicap room is usually available. We do the same thing. I mean, look, okay. uh, you know, there could be what if there was a flood? What if there's an issue? We, we have to keep at least one room always available, Interesting. Um, but it rotates. So, for example, if we have a, a townhome with three uh, uh, three residents, uh, but we know one's leaving December 15th. So we'll know that that could be our available room for the next, you know, X, you know, X amount of time. So, uh, we've, we've made it a policy to always keep one available room at all times, just to, again, in case of a repair issue, if there's a roommate disagreement. Okay. If you don't know who you're living with, I think a lot of people will be like, well, I don't know if I can trust that person. And there's this wild card coming into the loop. Does everybody have their own lock on their door? Is that how it works? 
Yeah, so we don't do that. Uh, and again, this is this is really, uh, it's a modern family we're creating. And because we've done such extensive testing, again, from criminal checks to background checks and people and everyone gets to meet each other, um, we don't believe in, in, in the locks because that creates a rooming house environment yeah. uh, and it creates a, an, an element of distrust. Uh, so for example, you know, we, we have a big, you know, 65 inch TV on the living room and we tried to discourage people from having TVs in the room you know, it's called social living for a reason. You know, the, the, not only are we trying to deal with affordability, our, our, our residents save about $500 a month living with us, but the real issue that people don't want to talk about is loneliness. You know, everyone in Toronto, for example, has a dog or a cat, uh, and they're wonderful. I've got a dog myself, but I think there's better, there's better solutions to loneliness than animals. Um, so what we're really solving is the loneliness issue. Uh, we, we know now scientifically that loneliness is more harmful than smoking uh, 20 cigarettes a day. Um, is a very serious issue that people are suffering from. And we, we all lived through that with, with pandemic and lockdowns. So we're giving people friends. If you ask people the happiest time in their life, it was usually you know, in residence. It was, it was a time in their life where they lived with roommates. That was the happiest time in their life. So we're recreating that for adults. So there's also a situation where, actually, I was going to ask you about dry cleaning pickup, but I'll get to that in a second. I want to just circle back to this because I was thinking when you were talking about loneliness and pets, I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess that there are, because you're solving the loneliness problem, no pets allowed? Yeah, that's right. Um, we are testing a model where we're going to allow pets. The challenge is, you know, you love your pet, but what if your roommate doesn't love it as much as you do? And there's a lot of pets because of uh, the pandemic that have never been left alone for 20 months and they bark like crazy or go nuts when, when, when the owners are not there. I mean, these are real issues. Um, so we're going to test one. Um, we've yet to do it. Um, so the answer is up to now, the policy has been no, but the answer moving forward is we're going to do a, a test with some pets. Okay. Other perks include dry cleaning pickup and high-end amenities. Can you speak to how you keep costs down if, if these are, uh, perks are, inv are included? Yeah. So they're not included. Um, there's okay. a lot of extra. So even before the pandemic, we had food delivery into your fridge. So because remember, we've got housekeepers, we have a team we can let not just like, you know, Uber or whoever the grocery delivery, you know, leave your groceries outside, we can actually stock it for you. Um, we have a dry cleaner that's been around uh, in the city for over 80 years that's really trusted. Um, and we, they have access into um, one of the uh, closets. So if you've got dry cleaning, you put it in your closet and then two days later you come back, it's in your closet and they don't charge any extra for it. We, we're paying the same as, you know, when you go make the trip to the dry cleaner. Um, so these are, and even, even we do that with pharmaceuticals. So these are things we had pre pandemic, you know, being able to have your medicine, you know, not just like at your door, but like in, in the home groceries, these are all extra services, but they don't pay for it. They're not paying any extra. So, so if you think about the time that you'd spend going to the dry cleaner or going to the pharmacy uh, or, or doing all these things, um, this is basically uh, an incredible value for, for our residents. How many of these units do you have in Toronto? So we're just doing a, a public offering right now. So I can't talk about uh, to, uh, today or moving forward, but I can tell okay. you in our very first year, we had over 100 uh, residents uh, and we, we measure residents by bedroom. So that's by bedroom. Mm -hmm. um, again, one of the fastest growing com uh, companies we're now in, in the US and Costa Rica and we're growing like crazy. So we're doing our first uh, um, public offering. So that's why we can't get into too many details, but right now. How many roommates do you have? 
Uh, myself, I have. <laughs> you didn't uh, a expect dog. that one, did you? Yeah, yeah. it's a little I, well, personal, yeah, Kelly. I, well, Come I on, do, I do. I, I have got three amazing uh, kids as roommates uh, um, okay. and a dog. So All yeah, right. I, I, and I love it. And you know what? The happiest time uh, in in my life is is a house full of people. And okay. it's just super fun. And my loneliest time is like, you know, being alone in the house. So I don't know, you know, if everyone feels the same way, but when you have the right people in your home uh, and obviously it's clean and you haven't run out of anything, it's awesome. It's a, just a great way to live. All right. Roman, I really appreciate your time. I'm just laughing at the fact that you've got three kids and a dog running around. You're like, it's a calm. It's excellent. It's so clean. We're not exactly <laughs> buying what you're selling, but uh, I appreciate you giving us some information on the sociable living. It's it's a fascinating concept, co-living, and it could be a big solution to a lot of people's uh, woes when it comes to being able to afford to live in the city. And it saves you $500 a month. And that's the best part. Roman, thanks very much. Have a great day. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Roman Bodner-Chuck is the founder of Sociable Living. Interesting. It's up for initial public offering.